What's up, party people? Here we go for this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast right before we start week one. We bring you up to date with all the news that's going on in the NFL, our takes on all the news that's going on in the NFL, and then we finish with our final mock draft for the season as we prepare for the last draft day of the season. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here with my co host, Lavender Wreck, with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Let's get this going. Two days away from football. One day. One day. One day. One day away from football. I'm so excited. I don't even know how to count no more. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's get it. BFA, let's win some chips. All right. All right. I like that. That was good. That ended up being way better than I thought it was going to be. That was awesome. I like that a lot. All right. I'm tired now. (laughs) That's it. You used up all your energy. That's all you you had enough for? I'm gassed up. Gassed uh, gassed out. Out of gas. Not gassed up. If you were gassed up, you'd be full of gas. I need to be cast. Okay. Off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair Do enough. Do you miss me? I did actually. Yeah, I did. I didn't like doing a show by myself. I don't like doing a show by myself. Kento Solid was, morning. Kento was good. I'm doing a podcast by myself. Silent morning. Yeah, yeah. Kento. I take everything Kento back now. I'm missing you. From Osaka to your blocker. Okay, oh yeah, bro. that's a little uh, inside joke. I guess we got to post that later for people to understand what we're talking about. <laughs> He's like, what? What is that? All right. I'll text him that later. All right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I showed Ernest, though. He was laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, so welcome back, Mark Ketty. Uh, football does start tomorrow. You know what I just realized when I was doing, I was saying my little intro today, and I go, welcome, 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 welcome. I don't know why, but for some reason today, it reminded me of Fozzie Bear when he goes, waka, 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 waka. Uh, who the hell is Who's Fozzie Bear? Bear? Yeah. yeah. I forget it. Let's move on. <laughs> there you go. I, from, I worry about your, this world. Just, I worry just, about your childhood if you don't know who Fozzie Bear is. No, it, first, the first person to come in mind is the the big uh, Fonzie, isn't it? His name Fonzie is from Happy Days. No, the no, Fonz. no, no, not a Fonz. I'm talking about the the black guy from uh, the comedian actor. Ah, what are whatever. you talking about? Whatever, just leave it. Just Fozzie go. Bear is from this Kermit and the Muppets. Oh, waka waka waka. All right. He makes like the bad jokes. Yeah, Fozzie Bear. Nah, no, nah, God. Nah. Anyways, all right. Okay, <laughs> I worry about your childhood. Okay, so uh, I, I was watching uh, as a kid growing up, Chapulín Colorado. Chapulín Colorado. Yes, that's all right. right. I mean, I've seen it too. Don't get me wrong, but it's Chavo just, de Ocho. Chavo de Ocho. Yes, I seen all, all right. that too. But you know, you, you that was my. Were you watching too. Ducktales in Spanish? Also, was that was that was going yeah, on? Yeah, Voltron oh, okay. as well. Aquaman. No, Aquaman. Yeah, it was Aquaman. I worry about See? your childhood. 
<laughs> I wasn't big on the Muppets, but at least I knew what they were. Like, you know, it wasn't like a, I mean, I like the Muppet movies. I like puppet movies. Puppets mm. are funny to me. Puppet movies, puppet plays. You ever watch on YouTube that channel Awkward Puppets? Of course. That's, see, that's funny. But puppets. that's like, you know, because it's, a, you know, like a rated R adult, like more adult humor, it's not rated because R. Because they make like racist a, jokes and stuff like that is pretty funny. Racist, sexist, you know, just push the envelope. You know, yeah, but they're just jokes, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's only like crazy, but. All right, anyways, we're getting off topic. Uh, let's move on. Football starts tomorrow. How many drafts have you done already so far? Four. Four drafts. So you're in five leagues this year? Yeah. Okay. So you've done four. Which, which ones? You done the di- our dynasty, your... Two dynasties. Well, you're in two dynasties. So you, you Standard. I thought you did your rookie draft. That's what and, it counts. And I did like. a rookie and an all-rookie draft. So you had your all-rookie draft, the dynasty we're in, a standard. That's it. And a dynasty. I'm in two dynasty leagues. Ours. Yeah. And another one. Yeah. So you did your all-rookie dynasty... Our dynasty, a standard, and the d- rookie rookie draft doesn't count. You did our startup dynasty. Yeah, you did your rookie dynasty. You did a standard, and I did an all rookie league draft. So you're so that's not a dynasty though. It's just all rookies. Yeah, it's an all rookie. League oh, okay, draft. so you didn't yeah. say that one. That's why. That's, what, that's uh, no, what I'm I, getting I, to. Like, I'm telling you. Sorry, I'm counting uh, in my hands. <laughs> yeah, all rookie. But you you assume I was talking about the all rookie dynasty draft. Yes, and when I meant. All rookies, just we just a league of just all rookies. Gotcha. Okay, okay. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. Eight, that does not sound fun at all. <laughs> it's an eighteen team uh a eighteen team league. What? Eight team league. Yeah, it's an eighteen league. Uh <laughs> I'm like, why, why do I sound like Christ. a retard right now? Uh it's an eighteen league and it's like uh hyper flex. So you could you could start quarterback, tight end, gotcha, yeah, wide yeah. receiver. You could start as many wide receivers as you want, and you, you only have five starting positions. So, and total of your roster eight players. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that sounds terrible. It's <laughs> not bad. It's just now you know it's a league of you know who you think. No, uh, that, that, listen, I'm I'm glad you're doing it because I would like to know more about it how it goes along. You know, what I mean? I'm not I'm not against you doing it. I'm glad you're doing it because to me it just sounds awful, but it. For all you know, it can end up being fun. Like, don't get me wrong. A couple of years ago, I thought Dynasty sounded awful. But now I'm, like, really into it. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying it's going to stay awful. Just saying off the bat, it just sounds terrible. But sometimes these terrible ideas end up being really cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I like it. So let's, let's see. And then, you know, our PPR league. Okay. At 5 p.m. That's coming up. That's today. That's today. Which you got the 12th pick in the draft. <clears throat> and you? Unfortunately, the 10th again. I mentioned that last episode, how I've been stuck with the 10th, 10th, 11th. They got on my draft on uh, Sunday. I ended up with a third overall pick. Thank God. I, I had this in standard. I had the 10th pick. And my boy Lou was the 11th, 11th pick. And <laughs> my other boy that I grew up with, Steve, he was the 12th. But Steve didn't really count because he was just going off the rails on his type of picks. He selected a, a kicker and a defense before he selected a a second running back or a second wide receiver. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about this, this guy in my league. His uh, starting running backs so were, were LaShawn McCoy and Jalen Samuels. And then when we heard the LaShawn McCoy thing was on Sunday morning, we heard it. Well, Saturday night, Sunday morning, we heard the news. And then I posted a video out about LaShawn McCoy <clears throat> talking about where I thought we're going to talk about more right now. But I said in that video, I said, if you have LaShawn McCoy, don't drop him. He's going to have a job. Before week one is over. But I said this, you know, later on, you know, before everything was that. I said, if you have him, don't drop him. He's going to get a job. He's going to have a job before week one starts. He's going to land somewhere. And then lo and behold, a couple hours later, after he was cut, 
He landed in the Chiefs. And I said, don't drop him. But the guy who drafts LaShawn McCoy and Jalen Samuels to be his two starting running backs, you would assume he's going to drop LaShawn McCoy, and he did. He dropped him? Yeah, for Frank Gore. <laughs> wow. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He doesn't? No. Well, I don't know who he is, so. Well, someone should tell him to listen. I, I told uh, already the, the commissioner. What a I told horrendous the, I told the commissioner uh, already to tell him to listen. That, that's that, that's that's pretty awful. This guy probably already hates me because I've already been telling him about like all the trades I've been trying to do. But this and you was like, trying what? to make a trade with him, right? But you wasn't trying to get LeSean McCoy from I him, was right? trying to give him Aaron Jones and Devin Singletary. Well, this this is my first offer. This is my first offer. My first offer was Aaron. Because remember, it was, it was two, it was two running backs. I tried to offer him Aaron Jones, Kalen Balage, and John Brown. Which I felt like it was too much. Once again, this is because what he needed. This is what the first no, offer. No, not, not too much. I mean, it was too little. Go ahead. Continue. But then I told him, I told him this. I'm like, if you want, instead of killing, I gave him that CV bites. Gave him that CV bites. And then I told him, if you want Devin Singletary instead of Kalen Balaj, I'll give you Devin Singletary. So I was going to give him Aaron Jones, Devin Singletary, and uh, John Brown for Juju. I know it sounds like a lot, but remember the point was that he did not have two starting running backs. He had LaShawn McCoy at the time, who was still in the Bills, and Jalen Samuels. So he denied that. Then when LeSean McCoy got dropped, I tried to hit him again. And I was like, now you should take to my offer. My table's off. My, my offer's off the table. I tried to give him another one, which I think was even worse. He still didn't accept it. But remember, it's because him being desperate. And then he tried to counter offer. And I told him, I don't need what to. What was his counter offer? Traquan Smith and Deshaun Jackson for Devin Singletary. And I'm not doing it because I don't need to do it. I told no, him, I don't yeah. need to do that. I'm not going to play those guys. I don't need to make this trade. I don't need to trade with you. You need to trade with somebody because you have Jalen Samuels as a starting running back. And now you have Frank Gore, which you're in a worse position than you were before. I was like, you need to make a trade with one of your stud. You have to trade one of your stud wide receivers, which is Julio Jones and Juju Smith-Schuster. Those are your stud wide receivers. Or his third round pick, which ended up being Pat Mahomes. You have to trade one of those guys to fill in those two starting those two running backs that you didn't do, take. Because I told him, it's not just going to donate the money. Anyways, remember, the point is I don't know the guy from Hole in the Wall. I'm not talking about him as a person. I'm just talking about the way he went to draft in the fantasy, which is terrible. Yeah, and then dropping LeSean McCoy. Yeah, I, t- I said it I said it in my, in my thing. Do not drop him. Do not drop him. L- let's get into what? No, which uh, makes me love my uh, Damian Williams. <sighs> Damian Williams? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're his bus pick. As being my bus. Well, he's dropping. I took him in the fifth round the other day. Yeah, he went in. And the standard, standard, which you know, well, you standard val- because he's going to be more. Val- gonna- but you still value running backs a lot in standard, and he went in the eighth round, I believe. That's value, man. I didn't pick him because you know my stubborn ways. I'm I'm not picking a bus. You, you got to understand. You understand. See, I, you know who you, I drafted? But no, 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 I drafted no. Lashawn McCoy. Though. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to look at bus differently. You, when you're saying bus, you're saying he's going to just do nothing all year long. I don't think he's going to do nothing all year long. He's remember. Look what he did last year. He First of all, he's not that good of a running back. We know that. But in that offense, he does well. It's because of the system he's in. You know what I mean? Like Zeke Elliott, his first two years, right? We all knew he was going to be a good running back, and he was an explosive running back. Would we have thought that he would have been that good of a running back outside of the Cowboys starting line, of Cowboys offensive line? Maybe, maybe not. Now the years progress, we can see that he is, that he will be, right? Like, look at Saquon. Behind a bad offensive line of the Giants, look how much he did. He'll do good on any offensive line, right? So Damian Williams is going to do good for the Chiefs. When you're saying bust, you're you're saying it as that he's going to do nothing. He's going to do absolutely nothing. Yes, 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 yes. That, that to me, I 100% agree. Now, when I say bust... 
Is he going to return second round value for you? I didn't think he was. Is he going to return eighth round value for you? If he just did what he did last year, if he continued to do what he did last year, he a hundred percent is going to return eighth round value. If he did what he did last year when he took over for Spencer Ware and Kareem Hunt, if he continued to do that, he is going to return fifth round value if he continues to do that. You understand what I'm saying? If you pick up a guy, if you pick up some... I, I got him as an RB3. Hold on. Hold, he's, hold he's on. A, all right, all right, RB3. That would be three. Top 30. But if he gets drafted... Top 36. If, top 36. If he gets drafted as RB52 and he ends up as an RB36, that does not make him a bust. Okay, but... Do you understand what I'm saying? Not, he didn't go as an RB52. Where did he go last, last, last night if he went in the eighth round? He went in, in the 30s. He went, he went, you said he, went, he went in the late 20s. You said he went in the eighth round. Yeah. In the eighth round overall. That, that's not 20s. That's way past 20s. No, he, he went like in the eighth round. Yeah, eighth, seventh round. That's in the 80s. No, 12-team league, eighth round, that's in the 80s. He went overall. Overall, uh, overall, but I'm talking about running back overall. I'll tell you right now. Let's You're see. talking about a league that was drafting two quarterbacks, two defense. So, you know, you you got you got to know my league. <laughs> no, but but still, like it, it's it's watch this. Hold up, look at this. I'll tell you right now. So if you're looking at the PPR ADP, I, I guess right? I guess we're getting into talking about like McCoy already be drafted over there, and what to do with Damian Williams now? I guess this is what we're getting into. All right. So let's say look, look. I took him in the fifth round, right? I took him yeah. in the I took him in the fifth round. So that puts him more or less about like RB twenty six where I took him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if he if I take him as RB as a R, as a running back twenty six and he ends up as a running back twenty, that's not a bust. So if you took him eighth round, even when people are drafting all these other like 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 stuff, still if you take him eighth round, that puts him at RB like forty. Yeah, in thirties. He was he was drafted in the thirties. So I don't think he's gonna he's gonna return eighth round value. I, I I don't see there's no way he won't return eighth round value. I'm I'm not I'm I'm staying away. Look, they drafted. I mean, they signed Lashawn McCoy. They gave him five million. He's getting paid more than Damian Williams, and they already considered that they're gonna be splitting the shares. So they're gonna be splitting the the the, the, the rock now. So there you go. And if Lashawn McCoy gets injured, right, because he's he's there in age, up there in age. And if Damian Williams doesn't pan out, because he has never proven, you know, that he could he could be a consistent running back for an entire season. He never had more than fifty carries in a season, more than just once, and that was last season. And Dexter, everybody was up on Dexter, right? Not Dexter. Um, what's his name? Uh, Darwin Thompson. So everyone was up on Darwin Thompson taking over the job. So th- you still have to worry about Darwin Thompson as well. I'm not look. To tell you again about Damian Williams, I don't believe in Damian Williams. Fifth round for a starting running back for the Chiefs, that's value there. I don't believe in him. I believe more in Darwin Thompson than I do in Damian Williams. But the thing is, I 100% don't believe in LaShawn McCoy. I think people are just thinking that they're going by name and they're going by him and Andy Reid. You're you're talking about a horrible offensive line that he played for for the Buffalo Bills. Look at... Look how... Uh, Damian Williams did with Miami Dolphins. He was horrendous. No, of course. And then, but but, 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 any, but no one, any, but no one, no one's talking that, about Damian Williams a, being that great right a, now. A, any running back that plays for the Chiefs does good. Spencer Ware, 
You're talking about uh, uh, Shark Sharkandrick, uh, Shark West, whatever his name is, Sharkandrick. Yeah, Sharkandrick West. You know, he he's done good. You know, like any running back that that plays for the Chiefs, for Andy Reid, they're gonna do, they're gonna be successful. That's why he's not loyal to a running back. Look how many running backs have been playing for the Chiefs <clears throat> ever since Andy Reid has been there. You know, so Sean McCoy. All right, is thirty-two years old. 31. 32. Okay. And he's going on the back end of his. He's, he's, we already started. He's already started the beginning of the end for him last year. LaShawn McCoy is there more as an insurance. It's going to be a committee. They were going to have it as a committee no matter what. And he's just not that good no more, man. He's not. Listen, everyone's talking about it being a money thing over there in Buffalo. That it wasn't worth his money to re-sign him over there in Buffalo. They say that that's the main reason why they let him go because of yeah, the money thing. They saved over what if five they, million dollars, and it's it because more than twenty it's already because for next season. It's because they knew he wasn't worth the money. They knew he wasn't worth that money at all. It's all about. But for some reason, is Frank Gore still worth having on the team? And he's older than him. He's how output? much are they paying him? How much are they paying him? I don't know how much they're paying him. Just look up how much they're paying him. Listen, listen. I don't know how much much they're paying him. I don't know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you I don't know. But the thing is what I'm trying to No, but what I'm trying to tell you is that they still consider Frank Gore worth the money, regardless if it's less or not, but they know that LaShawn McCoy is not worth it. He's that, not worth how it. The, why the Chiefs gave him five, over $5 million? Because the Chiefs why felt the like Chiefs maybe, did the Chiefs did what they did. It doesn't matter what the Chiefs did. What I'm telling you is that they know he's not worth it. They knew that Devin Singletary was worth it. They knew LaShawn McCoy, McCoy's not worth it. And they know that Frank Gore was more worth it for the money. They knew LaShawn McCoy was just not doing that good. He's not going to do that good. And he's not going to do that good for the Chiefs. Just watch. He's not going to do that good for the Chiefs. People thinking now that LaShawn McCoy's on the Chiefs. Oh, my God. He's back where Andy Reid is going to be the shade of old. It's not going to happen. It's not. He's not that good anymore. He was once good. Was LaShawn McCoy ever Adrian Peterson? Let me tell you that. Was he ever Adrian Peterson? Ever in his career? Ever just like Adrian Peterson? LaShawn McCoy was a good running back. He was a good running back. Was that my question? If he's ever Adrian Peterson? You're talking about one of the best running backs ever. So he was never considered one of the best running backs ever in the game. Adrian Peterson is like the same age as LaShawn McCoy, and he could still cut it up to an extent. Mm -hmm. LaShawn McCoy hasn't been able to pull that out. So what, what what confidence just because he's on a good offense with the Chiefs? Like I said, I'm not saying that that Damian Williams is a way better running back than LaShawn McCoy, but he's in that offense longer. They were going to use him to begin with, and he should be taking over LaShawn McCoy. Because LaShawn McCoy is just not that good anymore. He's really not. Well, he played in a horrible offensive line. You're talking and about so the did Saquon Barkley. Worse. Look what he did. Not worse than the, than in Buffalo. He played a terrible yeah. offensive line, and look what he did. There's been plenty of players that have played in a bad offensive line and still pull out something. David Johnson was in a terrible offensive line and still ended up as running back 10. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to tell me that the Buffalo Bills is not just as bad as, as, as Arizona Cardinals? No, no, they are. And he still ended up as running back 10, David Johnson. Yeah. LeSean McCoy is just not that good anymore. He's just not. People are falling in love with the fact that he's back with Andy Reid and he's playing for the Chiefs. I understand I'm, I'm that. I'm buying some shares. I'm buying some shares. I'm not saying not to. I'm buying some shares. I'm not telling. I'm not. But I'm not telling. I'm not recommending people not to. I, I, he's more of a stash on a bench for me. That's what he is for me. But people think that now LeSean McCoy's in, they think that Damian Williams is going to be completely out of the picture and that Darwin Thompson is going to be completely forgotten. Darwin Thompson could easily outplay them both. That's what I said. Darwin Thompson could outplay. Because to me, the whole argument is 
Damian Williams, right? I don't think the Chiefs are strongly convinced with Damian Williams. Look, they brought Carlos Hyde. No, they're not. Right? They brought Carlos but Hyde, But they let him right? go. They let him go because oh, Darwin Thompson. Uh, obviously, they felt like Carlos Hyde is, is not up to par. No. So they traded him away to Houston. And they brought in, they brought in who? They brought in LaShawn McCoy. And they got Darwin Thompson. So one of them, they, either there's going to be a timeshare or they all going to, or Darren Thompson at the end is going to end up being the running back there. Unless LaShawn McCoy rejuvenates himself. Adrian Peterson was a forgotten man. And look what he did last season with the Redskins. But Before that's what that, I said that yeah. LaShawn McCoy is not Adrian Peterson. He yeah. never was. Well, you never know. But this offense is a possibility. There's a possibility. Is there a chance? You can tell me there's 0% chance? I think there's 0% chance because LaShawn McCoy chance. is not that good. That's what I'm just trying to okay. say. Like, once again, right. I'm telling you that Darwin Thompson could easily outplay them. LaShawn McCoy is going to share the rock with Damian Williams. I'm yeah. not over here. What have I ever said that Damian Williams is going to be the main guy and that's it? LaShawn McCoy is going to be a forgotten history. I'm saying LaShawn McCoy is just no longer that good. Yeah, but you're not drafting him, you know. But some early. people are. Well, if they are, they are. But some people I, are. Some I, I, people I'm, are. Some I'm taking people him as a flyer, and, and some and people I'm good are with thinking that. that he's going to completely wipe out Damian Williams. Like I'm saying, like in your in your draft, Damian Williams went to the eighth. My draft, Damian Williams went to the fifth. He's not still. Damian Williams is a solid, at least for the first half of the season. I think for the rest of the season, he's going to be a solid flex. And he's going to be, for where he's going now, it's value. I agreed he was going to be a bust for a second-round value. Remember, this whole thing is about a fantasy talk. And we're talking about how they're going to do in the football field to project into fantasy. And the fact that Damian Williams is going in the second round, I thought was egregious. And I thought was terrible. But now that he's going anywhere between like the fifth to sixth round, there's a lot of value for Damian Williams. And I think that's good for anybody who, ta- I take him, anybody who takes him there. It's good because people are over-exaggerating on LaShawn McCoy. That is my whole thought about it. They're exaggerating as if LaShawn McCoy is going to completely wipe out Damian Williams and he's going to be forgotten. Well, you know, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to... If you select Damian Williams in the seventh round, fifth round, hey, you got him three rounds. You got three, four rounds later. Hey, see how it works out. It might work out and you're getting an RB1 guy. I think it's going to be an RB... a, A mid to low RB2. Okay. For most of the season. But there's value there when he's dropping. I'm just saying that people are getting hung up that LaShawn McCoy is now going to take over and be an RB1 in that system. And that's what people are talking like. Yeah, well, there's LaShawn McCoy and there's Darwin Thompson. Those are There's two running backs that people are worried about. I now. still believe in Darwin Thompson. I still believe Darwin Thompson. This is how I, you know how it is going to be at the, end of, at the end of the year? I think it's going to be Darwin Thompson, the one. Damian Williams, the two. LaShawn McCoy, the three. That's how I feel it's going to be towards the end of the year. Unless Sean McCoy gets cut or traded. I don't know. If, I'm not saying he's going to get cut or traded, but I think he's going to be towards the, he's going to be the third running back three. All right. But just people are talking about like he's going to be a Remember sure Damian Williams. What was he when uh, beginning of the season last season? Was he an RB2? He was RB3. He was an RB3? Because Spencer Ware got hurt. He was an RB3. Then he ended up being a two after Spencer Ware got hurt. And then after Kareem Hunt got let go, then he became the RB1. He was RB3. Yeah. Yeah. So. That could, Darwin Thompson could be the RB three that comes and takes takes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He he can. Damian, no him. one was even talking about Damian Williams whatsoever. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And for good season. and for good reason. That's why I, that, even halfway halfway through. The but season. this is why we we're both agreeing on the fact that as a, as as a second round third round pick, it was egregious. It was it was it was blasphemous to take him in second third round. Yeah, no. But what I'm trying to say is that now that he's going to fifth and sixth, and because people are this, this, the whole point of this whole argument that I'm having with you, 
People are over, overhyped on LaShawn McCoy. And now Damian Williams is going where he should be going. Give me some shady shares. <laughs> That's your opinion. That's yeah. fine. But I think he's over-exaggerated. Remember, if you're drafting Damian Williams, you're drafting him to play right away. If you're drafting the shady Sean McCoy, you're drafting him to keep on your bench. Well, yeah, I got him on my bench right now. But I'm yeah, because but where I, I, where Damian Williams where starter cost, where starter cost, is going right there yeah. at the like fifth sixth round for a flex starter, that's good value for the Chiefs starting running back right there for a starting flex. That's good value. Yeah, no, but McCoy is going to get some snaps. No one's denying game, that. No one's denying up. that. No one's denying that. Not first of all, not this. Maybe not this first week. He's yes, gonna he get like five. He's gonna get like five at most. All right. It's he he's just signed than, this he's, week. He's, he's getting more more than five. Do you know what? You're the exact in what I'm thinking about about the exact overhype of of Lashawn McCoy. You are overhyped like the rest I bet of the world. You a cookie. You're the. Oh, no, I'm not betting you nothing. You're overhyped like the rest of the world, man. I'm telling you, he's not gonna be all that. And all right. it's in the first week, he's it, gonna be letting it slowly. If he gets more than five snaps, uh, you owe me ten pushups. Nope. I'm not doing nothing. I bet you nothing. <laughs> You'll be overhyped with the world like you want to be. He, especially the first week, he's not going to be involved like that. He's going to get more than five snaps. Okay. More That's than fine. five snaps. Okay. Or five touches. Okay. Let's be clear. Okay. What, five touches or five snaps? Or whatever you say, man. Whatever you more say. More than five. He's definitely getting more than five snaps. Then whatever you say. At the, at the, at the, at the, we're, we're never going to see eye to eye on that. But what I'm saying is that what, 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 what upsets me talking to you is that you sound like everyone else. And 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 how many times every year does everybody get overhyped over something that happens in in, in in the world of sports, and they just their their assumptions go so crazy high that it ends up being that like just wild to think that, okay. like the Jay Ajayi. I'll tell you right now, Jay Ajayi second round with the Miami Dolphins. How wildly high was that? And everybody was on top of that, and they were all wrong about that. I this is another a, one. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> it's not like I'm selecting McCoy early. It's. But the thing is, people just, are just overhyped. There's a there are people that are you're taking saying, him over hey, Damian Williams. I'm not doing that. No, no way. But you're not taking Damian Williams at all. So yeah. you are doing that. No, well, I'm not taking. Uh, you, you just said you're not taking Damian Williams at all, no, but you're no. taking McCoy. So you are doing that. Yes, I am doing that. Yes. All right. So exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what's crazy. That people are yeah, but overhyped. Damian Williams is not going to drop to like the 10th, 11th round. He just dropped to the 8th in the last one you just said. Yeah, that's fine. And I, I selected McCoy two rounds, three, three rounds later. But what's, what's wrong with that? Dude, but I'm saying, you're, if you're telling me you'll never take Damian Williams, but you'll no. take McCoy. Yeah, I'll take McCoy. Then you're contradicting yourself by saying that you wouldn't take Damian, Damian Williams. Never you more than McCoy 50, Williams. Damian Williams never had that more than 50 rushes in, in a season. No so one's arguing reason. the reason, that's, Marquette. That's my reason. But, no one's, but, but I'm not arguing the reason. I'm no. arguing the fact that if you're saying I won't take McCoy over Williams, but you're saying I'll never take Williams, then yes, you would. Is how, how does that not? Is am I right or wrong there? I'm not. I'm not a Damian Williams fan, so it is oh worse. man, but you, but you now see what I'm saying though. You're saying I'll never take Williams over McCoy, but I will draft McCoy. I'll, I'll never. But I'll draft McCoy and not Williams. And yeah, you are taking McCoy over Williams. All right. Move on. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Anyways, Zeke Elliott finally. First pick. Fi- fi- finally, finally now there. Now what? He's the first pick overall? So yeah. if you had the, which you don't, you have the last pick today. Yeah. Hopefully he lands to me. You have the last pick today. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he He's not going to last to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's my first pick. So you're taking him 100% over, over McCaffrey, Saquon. Saquon's still first for me. Saquon. Uh... We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. 
if Ezekiel Elliott is in, he'll probably be the first pick. He's my first <clears> pick. <throat> He's still in football shape for you to start right to pick first right away. He's getting snaps this this week. He's oh, of course. I'm not saying he's not. He's playing against the Giants. You know, I'm not so, saying he's not. Yeah, uh, I select him first. Yeah. No. So, so still, uh, still Saquon's number one for me. Zeke goes like two or three. Okay. And then Kamara goes number four. Fair enough. And then uh, what's and then um, but this week still, but you, I still say you still got to take Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's still going to be involved because they, they're going to want to protect their investment. They're not going to want to work Zeke to the ground, and he's well, so he's he, getting fifteen million a year now. That's why they're not going to want to work him into the ground. They're not going to want to hurt him. That's exactly why because they got they're paying him so much money. They're paying him as the highest paid running back in the league. They're not going to want to do them what they did to Todd Gurley over there in Los Angeles. Yeah, you know. And uh, Tony Pollard is still going to have reps, especially for the week one. Especially for week one, they're going to ease him back into it. He's going to return to practice back today, Zeke. His yeah, no, Tony Pollard is, is is a good play for uh, first week. <laughs> Tony Pollard is still going to be involved week one. He's still going to yeah. be involved for the first, I think, two three weeks, and then once Zeke, once once Zeke's uh, about the two three weeks, he's going to be just in full football mood, no problem. I mean, Zeke's also one of those guys that can roll off the couch and still kill. Yep, you know what I mean. So it's just, uh, but Tony Pollard is still draftable. Maybe not like earlier, like I said, like when I saw people, they had to reach for him. Now he's still draftable, more or less like ninth, tenth round. He's still definitely a draft, especially if you have Zeke, especially for a handcuff. He's still a draftable guy, in all in all the sense of the uh, word, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then the Melvin Gordon situation. This is the, this is just uh, the thing that gets annoying again. But it looks like that he's going to probably be out for about ten weeks. They're saying now. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty steep. You better be getting Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler. That's that's what I'm telling you guys. If anyone's in. Is still drafting like us. Those guys you could get, and they definitely gonna get some work. Yeah, but uh, but but to me, unless now, unless Melvin Gordon falls into like the tenth, ninth round, to me, he's undraftable. He's undraftable. Are you drafting Kareem Hunt? No, absolutely not. Not in redrafts. No, okay. Took him in a dynasty because I like to see him long term, but no, not in redrafts. All right. I'm not gonna take a backup for that I can't play until week ten. Yeah, if you consider Kareem Hunt, you definitely gonna be selecting Melvin Gordon over him. Yeah, but you All know, right. but I know, Kareem Hunt's another one of those guys that like I remember before. I remember the first time of the year I was thinking about maybe I could see some value there for some playoff push, and I get the point of the playoff push, I get it. But as I've been doing more and more drafts, I've been seeing still so much more value and upside around still the ninth round, the tenth round, as you see about the people I was talking about in the last episode I put in. I've been seeing so much value still there, like late in the rounds. With so much tremendous upside. Now, does Kareem Hunt have upside? He has upside, of course. But the thing is, is that you're not going to know till week you, eleven. Exactly, and you're and you're still giving passing up on other players that have just as much upside. Now, can you still find a lot of upside on the wave wires and through trades? Absolutely, a hundred percent. And you can still trade them away to somebody who needs that playoff push. Absolutely, I get that. But I'm, I still don't feel that he is draftable. I don't think he's draftable because, like I said, it's there's just too much upside still, too much potential throughout this whole draft that I'm not taking a backup that I can't play till week 11 because he's still going to be a backup. He's not going to be a starter. It's not like we're Saquon Barkley. If he's out for 10 weeks and he comes back, all right, now I'm the best player on this team. You know what I mean? I totally agree. Um, listen, every year, every season, after week one, there's a few breakout players that come out of, you know, 100%. Out of the war works. It's just 
might as well buy some stocks, you know, with your last pick, you know, or the last few picks on players that might be a flyer that might might be that breakout player that that's going to be the number one waiver wire pickup a la Philip Lindsay, you know, players that none of us have been talking about that just came out of nowhere. You know, that's going to happen. You know, maybe a Debo Samuel, you know, or maybe, you know, uh, at the end you could, you could select some some players, you know, that are that, that are out there that might have a chance Dexter Williams for the Packers you know he's the third running back right now but if something happens to Aaron Jones God forbid or you know uh or the other Jones is not is, uh, Jamal Jamal Williams right Jamal Williams is is not completely healthy and Dexter Williams comes out of nowhere boom he could be a top waiver waiver wire pickup so why select these players that are not going to be playing for for a good amount of times you know like all right maybe Golden Tate because it's only four games and you could just get him as your wide receiver five, and he could have the chance to be a wide receiver two, maybe a flex at worst, because you know he's going to get it. You know, he's going to get the, 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 the looks. But, you know, if you're going to have a player that's going to be suspended, you know, no, it's not going to play for 10 games. You know, why? Why even take that sh- chance? Get Take an opportunity with these unknowns and see if you hit, you know? Just, just play a lotto. Do you know? Just, just see if you hit. If you hit, you hit, and you're gonna be good, and it could be your league winner. You know? No, everything you just said, 100. percent I a million percent agree with. And uh, it's just once again, it's just, redraft leagues do not take Kareem Hunt. I am not going to burn a waiver. I'm not going to burn a roster bench spot for somebody that I'm not going to play for, you know, ten weeks. Not going to burn that spot for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the Melvin Gordon, where, where where are you taking him if he falls? Uh, Even if you're taking him, it depends how my my draft is being constructed, and if I feel like I have a good foundation and he's still around, maybe I'll select him. But he, he at this at this point, he's I'm, I don't have him. I don't. I'm, I'm I'm not looking to draft him. That's another guy you got to burn a bench spot for. But once again, it's at least with Melvin Gordon he's definitely also one of those guys that like let's just say he he caves and returns week 6 or week 8 even let's or he say, gets traded or he gets traded for the depending where he gets traded to depending where he goes or what he does like right now here like the latest the things about him getting traded to is the bucks if Melvin Gordon um gets traded for the most part to most teams or just starts right away for the for the Chargers he's like one of those guys like Zeke or you know Saquon or, Maca- or, or Kamara, like, boom, I'm the best guy on this team now. You know, like, or at least the best running back on this team, at least that. And he's going to just start, and he's going to play, and he's going to add value. So that's the thing with Melvin Gordon. It's not like a thing with Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, if he's a starter, is he automatically better than Nick Chubb? Not really. No. See what I mean? So um, if he falls to me, like, ninth round, I'll take him. You'll take him? Ninth, tenth, that's it. Besides that, he's undrafted. I'll select Deshaun McCoy over. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, I'd definitely, be, I'd definitely select Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Yo, Dan, you you have all the right to definitely scream at whoever selected Deshaun McCoy over Melvin Gordon. If that happens, I'll it, go. It'll happen. It's going to happen. People are going to take Ooh. Deshaun McCoy over Melvin Gordon. No, nah, that's, that's kind of crazy. Well, the fact is, Deshaun McCoy is at least going to play. Yeah, he's going to play, but... Do you think he's going to be an RB1? 
What do you think? I think about no, Sean no. McCoy? That's what I'm saying. Like Melvin Gordon, once he plays, he's definitely RB one. You know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Melvin Gordon on most teams he goes to. Like if he goes, obviously, let's just say argument sake. Argument sake, he goes to the Saints. He's not going to be the best running back on that team. It's going to be you know Camara. So it's like you know if he goes you know to any of those top two wide running. Even if he goes to the Cardinals, let's say argument sake, he's still not going to be like over David Johnson. Yeah. The point is. He could like he's another guy that could just plug play and he's gonna be the best player on that team for the most part, best running back on that team for a lot of the teams out there. So that's uh that that's that that's the thing about McCoy. But remember I mean about Gordon about McCoy. He's like I said, I, he's not that good. I just think he's overhyped. That's my whole argument before. He's just people are just getting overhyped on him way too much. Don't get that hyped about McCoy. I have some faith in him, you know, but don't reach for him, please. Don't. He's he's going to be involved. He's going to get his minutes, and I, that's why I'm saying that McCoy's not undraftable. I'm saying I don't believe in him for the rest of the year. I'm not saying I believe in Damian Williams for the rest of the year. I believe Darwin Thompson will end up still being the start starting running back at the before the year's over. But Damian Williams is going to be sharing the ball with McCoy, and I believe Damian Williams is going to overplay McCoy. Not to say he's much better. I just think he's going to overplay him. <laughs> that's my whole argument about everything there. Boom. But M- M- Gordon, take him somewhere at the end of the like ninth, tenth if he falls. You know, and you got to really balance out your roster. And of course, you know, Justin Jackson, Justin Jackson also, don't forget about him, people, because of the fact that he is going to split with Austin Eckler. He's going to split 50 50. He is going to be involved. Austin Eckler is going to be the starter. And Justin Jackson is going to be involved 100%. They're going to split it 50-50, but Justin Jackson is going like four rounds after Eckler. So a lot more value, I feel, in Justin Jackson than I do do in Eckler. I like Eckler as the better running back. I would take him over over Justin Jackson, but I think Justin Jackson has more value as well. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, with that being said... Uh, let's start off our mock draft. We're doing a final mock draft. We have our final draft of the season tonight, you and I. Yes. Yes, we do. So we picked the, uh, we had Siri pick, have our picks before it started. Alex, you have the second pick overall. I have the eighth pick overall. We're doing a 12 team PPR draft. Let's, uh, let's we, get this rocking and rolling. Let me turn off my, my rolling, 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 rolling. Let's begin the draft. Okay. So number one, DeAndre Hopkins. What? DeAndre Hopkins goes number one overall in this. I remember we're using a sleeper app once again. Still, you can still get your sleeper app mock drafts in. So DeAndre Hopkins goes number one overall. Marchetti, this shouldn't be tough for you. Yeah, well, I can't I can't find him. Where is he? Oh, you looking for Zeke? Yeah. Oh God. Just type his name in. That's it. Don't say Zeke. You have to type in Elliot. No, no, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, so Marquette takes Zeke Elliott, then goes Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, James Conner, Devontae Adams, and it falls down to me. So this is not for nothing a pretty tricky spot because I do believe in Le'Veon Bell. I do believe in Le'Veon Bell, and I do believe in Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is my third wide receiver off the board for me. Over here, I don't believe in David Johnson as a first rounder. I believe him more as a second rounder because of the things, no matter what, David Johnson is still going to be involved. No matter how bad the offense goes, no matter how bad the offensive line, David Johnson is 100% going to be fed. He's going to be fed over and over and over and over again. So, um, if this was a real draft, if this was a real draft, damn, I don't know if I take Le'Veon Bell or Michael Thomas. You know what? I'll take the guy that I would probably take here. I'm going to take Michael Thomas. 
It Michael goes, Thomas. Julio Jones, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Nick Chubb, Juju Smith-Schuster, Odell Beckham Jr., Tyree Kill, Devin Cook, and back to me. So I'm going to take this guy here because of the fact that I, this guy fell to me. It's been a while since I've seen any mock draft that he's felt this much. And I'm going to take him because he's still going to have a really good year. I was going to make sure to handcuff him later. But remember, the point about Todd Gurley, who I'm going to take yes, here, yes. is the fact that it's not so much that he's hurt now. His knee has downgraded him this far, but he's still healthy now. He's going to be healthy for most of the season. I'm worried about him when it comes to the playoffs. Listen, um, before we heard about this, his knees, Todd Gurley would have been what? Uh, RG1? Top, top, yeah, top yeah, one? Top, top three. Top three, right? Top three with Elliott, Saquon, and Todd Gurley would have been top three. With everyone concerned about his <clears throat> knees, just like we are, you know, but getting him in this, this I'm round, not, yeah, this so, pick, this is But that's the reason. No, no, you, you have a potential about the fact of getting maybe, which could be the non-quarterback, number one scoring wide receiver, number one scoring player in fantasy that's not a quarterback. Yeah. You have the potential of getting him there. And uh, he's, uh, it's his knee hurt now. His knees are hurt now, but it's people worried about him down the line. And, and he's not, he's, I'm saying his knees are not hurt now. He's healthy now. People worried about him down the line. That's the case. Then goes Damian Williams, which, wow. Again, we don't understand. Uh, that person definitely loves Damian Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that person does love Damian Williams. <laughs> Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Keenan Allen, and Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon falling that far down is also a lot of value. That's because, you know, Mahomes and, Went way earlier. All right, so I'm over here. Um, I got Ezekiel Elliott. I'm looking at the wide receivers. I'm not really too fond of any of them right now. So I'm looking at running backs. There's a few running backs that I do like here. Uh, one that I'm definitely loving right now, but I feel like I could get him on the turn because there's only just two picks away. Uh, it's Chris Carson. So I'm I'm going to go with for- Leonard Fournette here. I, I, I like him. He's definitely going to be getting a lot of the load of of, of the of the snaps there in Jacksonville. So I selected uh, Leonard Fournette. Antonio, you like <clears throat> you like Leonard Fournette over Chris Carson? No, because I felt like Chris Carson was going to fall to me right now, which he did, which he did, <clears throat> and I'm selecting Chris Carson. So you went three run. You're you're cornering the running back market right now. Yes, I love Chris Carson way more than Fournette. I trust him way more than Fournette. I like Chris Carson a lot this year, especially now they're going to use him a lot more with the passing game. Oh, he won me in my league last <clears throat> season in my standards. So I definitely love him, especially now that there are. Like you said, gonna use him in the passing game. So after your four net pick goes Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, then you took Chris Carson, then goes Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Carryon Johnson, Devontae Freeman, Zach Ertz. <clears throat> Pardon me. So now it comes down to me. Um, now if this is a real draft, right? I'm more than likely here probably take Aaron Jones or Josh Jacobs, right? More than likely. Yeah. And I'll probably still do that because I'm. I'm I mean, I, well, I don't think this guy's gonna probably fall to me. I want a share of David Montgomery sometime this year. For anybody that's in our league, I'm probably going to take him. Just so you know. But, mental note, Alex. Mental note. Yeah, but if you <laughs> if you take him, you're going to have to take him in the second round. Yeah, no, no. You're going to have to take gonna, him with your second round pick, which yeah. you're not going to do. I'm not. So I'm going to probably, if you, we'll see if he falls to me there. That's even if he falls to me, which he's probably not if anybody listens to the show. But Aaron Jones, I think, is a really good pick here. I, Aaron Jones went second round in my other draft on Sunday. Did he? Yeah, wow. I get it. I mean, people, you know, Aaron Jones is, is poised to be really good. And he, listen, he was a stud when he was let go and he was told to take over. He was a stud. I'm just, the, only, the thing that concerns me the most about Aaron Jones is his health. If he stays healthy because he got hurt, you know, he took over and they were letting him go, you know, letting go of the leash a bit. 
And then he ended up getting hurt really so, bad. So. so if you didn't select Todd Gurley, you probably most likely would have selected Aaron Jones, I'm assuming. If I went, if I didn't go Todd Gurley, I would have more likely went Aaron Jones yeah. or Josh Jacobs, one okay. of those two. Um, but over here, I'm going to go right now with my RB2. Now, you know what? I'm still going to go with Josh Jacobs. He's one of my fantasy crushes. He's going to be heavily involved in that offense. I love Josh Jacobs this year. I'm still going to go Josh Jacobs. George Kittle, David Montgomery, there he goes. Aaron Jones, there he goes. Julian Edelman, there he goes. Amari Cooper, Sony Michelle. I got to still look at this like it's a real draft. Robert Woods. So the only reason I would take David Montgomery there over Josh Jacobs is for the fact that I want a share of him. And I have a share of Josh Jacobs in one of my leagues. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So right here, Robert Woods went. I was hoping he also would have fell to me. He did not. So now I want to keep bouncing. Now I could still go Melvin Gordon here. And if he ends up fall, but that's still fourth round, still too much. So... Uh, I still need to, I want. I feel like I still want to balance out my uh, wide receivers a little bit more. So let me go here. Let me go with uh, Brandon Cooks. I think I'm going to go Brandon Cooks. I think it's pretty safe there. I think Robert Woods is going to outplay him, but Robert Woods already left. Uh, I could go him, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup. Don't like any of those. So let me uh, let me pair up Michael Thomas with Brandon Cooks. It's not a bad pair right there. Then goes Melvin Gordon, Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin, uh, Deshaun Watson, Cooper Cup. Why you hope Chris Godwin fell to you? Chris Godwin or Cooper Cup. I was. And hoping one of them gone. even Tyler Lockett I love Tyler Lockett <clears throat> he's pretty much the only wide receiver that Russell Wilson is going to be throwing to you know right. obviously they have DK Metcalf the rookie but we all know that it takes a while for rookies to you know flourish in, in this league so now I'm in a pickle but you know what there's a couple of wide receivers that you know I'm I'm not mad at and you know what Marlon Mack going this, you know what? I'm gonna go running back again here. I'm gonna select running. Uh, but see, but this now is it worth going running back again here? Because you're gonna play three. You're not gonna play Marlon Mack for a little while. You're not looking to play him over any of these guys. You're drafting Marlon Mack now. Who has? You're drafting him for two reasons. If you take him right now, you're drafting him either for trade bait or for insurance if one of these players gets hurt. But you could get a running back much later. I feel that like Hassel hasn't. That also has some insurance potential. I feel like um, I'm going to end up reaching for other wide receivers at the moment. So, But how much more is there to reach to? You know, not for nothing, I'll tell you the truth between me and you. Well, make your pick and I will tell you. Then, then I'll right. tell you what I thought. So I selected Marlon Mack. See, now, let me talk about that real quick before, you know, of course, we, we got we to we end the show still in a couple more minutes. But is it worth taking a fourth running back in a row? Do you think it's really worth it when you're not going to play that fourth running back? Now, look, if you don't trade them, you're going to be stuck with that headache of the fact of like, oh, man, you know, like I, I, I who do I play? Do I play Marlon Mack over Leonard Fournette? Injuries like, occurs. But, Injuries but, happen. Of, no, 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 no. But I, I, I get that. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me say my case. Right. Injuries happen, okay? Right now, you are just in your week one starting for the most part. Unless you're doing unless you're doing two flexes, then maybe it's worth it there. If it's a two flex league, right? But with this, the way this league set up, there's not two flexes. It's one flex, right? Yeah. So right now, you're gonna play Ezekiel Elliott and Fournette, Chris Carson. You just spent a fourth round pick where you're building your starters for a starter that you're not going to play. That right now it looks like you're gonna use them either for trade bait. Or maybe for insurance, somebody gets hurt. But what happens in week two? Let's say, let's say, like, like the the Indians play. Let, Indian, sorry, let's say the 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 Indianapolis Colts 
They play the Lions, who have a terrible run defense. Are you like, oh, man, should I play him over Chris Carson, who's also playing a mediocre or bad defense? Like not, and, and let's say Marlon Mack outperforms and you lose your week because you didn't play Marlon Mack. Like you're going to be beating yourself over the head with situations like that. Um, on top of who I would have went there, not for nothing, I would have went T.Y. Hilton. There's a lot of value for T.Y. Hilton in the fourth. Now, the reason some people don't think there's value there is because people, when they think of the name T.Y. Hilton, they expect him to be a wide receiver one, and that's yeah. it. Don't expect him to be a wide receiver one. It's like watching a bad movie. If you don't take the movie seriously, you're going to enjoy it. You know what I mean? If you, don't, if you take like stupid movies, if you, take it, like, you don't take it seriously, you're going to enjoy it. So yeah. it's like T.Y. Hilton would have been the pick there because you could have plugged him in as your starting wide receiver. And let's just be real. T.Y. Hilton is that good that he could be a top 10 wide receiver, even with Jacoby Brissett. But we're not expecting him to do that. So that's why, not it's not, that's why it's not going to hurt us to take him in the fourth round. But in the fourth round, you could potentially have a top 10 wide receiver. There's a potential there, yes. That's I, I, was, I was thinking about him. But you, know, you but could play him right away. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, look, this other team right in the first place, they had the Andre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and then T.Y. Hilton. They're not going to play T.Y. Hilton right now. So I'm saying, is it worth going that heavy on one position that you're not going to be playing, is it really worth it? I mean, if you trade away, away a fourth-round pick, how much more value are you looking to get unless a team that's really desperate, maybe? You know what I mean? I don't know if it's really worth doing that. I'm, this is me asking. I'm not breaking you down. This is me, like, talking about how... Because people do do this. My boy Timmy in, like, two leagues went, like, four or five I, trade rounds of running backs. Yeah, no, I, I like... Do, I, sometimes I like to get deep in running backs because they do drop. There's injuries that they get nicked up and they end up missing. At least you have the flexibility of playing it, you know. Uh, as far as matchups, I'm not really looking at concern of, of, of matchups. I'm just going to go with the hot hand uh, because running backs is hard to predict matchups unless you're going against, like, a very stout <laughs> defense, you know. But one, one thing we know is that there are definitely running backs that they do drop, you know. Maybe Leonard Fournette doesn't really pan out for me. At least I have Marlon Mack there, you know, that will play for me. Right, but, but my point is there's other running backs that you find later for that reason if a starter doesn't I do pan agree. out. I do agree. So I let's, do say, agree. let's say all year long, Zeke, Fournette, and Carson stay healthy, and you play Marlon Mack only on the bye weeks. But, was it really worth your fourth round Mack, pick? But if Marlon Mack is killing, someone's going to be trying to offer uh, picks for me. For for him, I mean not picks, but yeah, this players. is all yeah. Well, and regardless, last season I had Chris Carson, Nick Chubb, uh, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey. Who else did I have? Um, I can't think of right there alone. Those are four stud running backs, and I won my. I won but you my didn't league. draft them for for all all back to back. I draft. I, I went really running back, but you didn't draft really. four in a row. Not I can't say I, I can't I can't say that I did or not, but I know Marlon I, Mack did not go fourth round. Marlon Mack went about six. No, six I didn't draft Mar Marlon Mack. I no. said Chris Carson, Christian McCaffrey, oh, Chris Mc Alvin Chris, Kamara. Chris Carson went like sixth round. Yeah, sixth seventh round. I know because I got him last year. He went like sixth seventh round last yeah, year. Yeah, and then I had I drafted also. That's no, no, yeah. But see, I, I drafted Nick Chubb. But anyway, I, but that I, that just proves me right that there's no, no, players no, no, you but, find running backs you find later for that same reason that pan out to be better. Yeah, no, I do agree, but some I like to go get deep. You could go deep later or not, but you know I did I do like Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack was going in the third. Take the guys you like. Take the guys. Yeah. This, this is me. This is me more. More of my questions is not here so much to prove you wrong. It's more to figure out the way you're thinking about it yeah. and the way I feel. The way I feel is that you're train of thought about that is like about injuries as always asking for trades. I think it's such a, a small window of opportunity that I feel that it hurts you more because I would feel that I would want to beef up my starters 
and then find all the potential for my bench. Yeah. And get, I don't mind. Like, I, I wouldn't have mind, let's say, for argument's sake, like, let's say if you took T.Y. Hilton and then Marlon Mack fell to your second round, then if you took your fourth running back, okay, but I think you needed a starting wide receiver because that, that's how I feel. This yeah. is how you feel. I'm not here saying I can that. I still select him. And I'm going to go. I'm shooting for the stars. I'm going Josh Gordon. Okay. That's, wow, what a reach. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> once again, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not over here trying to tell you that, that you're wrong. I'm trying to understand. I'm not trying to say that I'm right. I mean, I feel that my, 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 my theory is right, but I'm not over here saying that you're crazy. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. trying to understand or trying for you to paint a picture of why it's more valuable than with what I hey, think. Hey, listen, I was... I was looking at three wide receivers. They didn't come out. They didn't come to me. Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, and Chris Godwin. So I decided to go with a running back. I just I was going. I was going to go for a wide receiver. I, I, I know. Like I, 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 no, no. Then. You go for who you want. Yeah. It's your team. You go for what you do. I just feel that you're drafted. You spend a four, fourth round pick on a running back that you're not going to play. That's how I feel. You understand what I'm saying? Gotcha. So over here, um, now I'm looking at a flex player. Right, I'm looking. I'm looking at a guy to play to play for my flex, but there's somebody else because we do the mock drafts. There's somebody else I'm hoping that falls to me in the next round. That could be a good flex player for me, and that is AJ Green. I'm hoping that AJ Green will fall to me in the sixth round. Now you can take a mental note of that at Marchetti if you wanted. No, yeah, I like AJ Green. So, so you'll probably take him in the fifth and sixth pick somewhere around there. So he's probably not going to fall to me in this draft. So I'll probably just go and fill up. So if this we're doing our draft this tonight, you're going to probably take him around here. Um, so I'm going to take somebody here that, cause I'm hoping he's going to fall to me at least in this draft. I'm hoping that's going to be the sense. I'm going to fill up my tight end position with a tight end that I feel is going to do really good. And because you big them up on me a little bit and I'm going to take Evan Ingram here because we really highly involved. There goes AJ green. See, he didn't follow me. It didn't pan out when Austin Eckler, AJ green, I was hoping AJ green felt to me to be my flex. So if I wasn't hoping on AJ green to follow me, be my flex, I would have more than likely right there taken Tyler Boyd to be a good flex player for me. Right? Yeah. So now over here, I'm going to swing for the fences a little bit because I don't own a share of this guy in any of my leagues yet. Right now, what I'm looking at, the best players that I'm looking at for the moment are Jarvis Landry, D.D. Westbrook. Uh, oh, Lamar Miller's still there. Thank God. Um, <laughs> there are still players there that I'm looking at, but I honestly do believe that D.D. is going to be a sleeper, and he's been rising, going up the ranks. Uh, to say that I like him more than Jarvis Landry, not really. But to say that he's going to be better than Jarvis Landry at the end of the year, possibly. I think he's going to be asleep at that much. So I'm going to go D.D. Westbrook here because of the fact that I don't own a share D.D. Westbrook yet. And I'm going to take him here. And I'm going to play him as my flex player. I think he's going to be in the paper being a big sleeper. Then goes uh, Jarvis Landry, Lamar Miller, Darwin Thompson, Mike Williams, and Baker Mayfield. So back to you, Alex. All right. A uh, player that I like right now is going to be the number one wide receiver for the Bears, Allen Robinson. He's a player that I'm, you know, I was hoping that AJ Green would have fell, but I guess that would have been, you know, uh, a gift. And also another player I was looking at is obviously Evan Ingram. And D.D. Westbrook was another player I was looking in this round to select. But I'm not too mad about selecting Allen Robinson. I think there's a lot of upside with him. Mm. And I get it. I just don't like him that much. You don't like him that much. That's fine. Yeah, I, look, do you do you like DD? Uh, do you like do you like the Jacksonville's offense over the Bears' offense? That's another thing you gotta look at. I like DD Westbrook over Allen Robinson. I'll take that right. much. For some reason, it's not letting me select. Why is not letting me select? 
Why? I don't know. Because it's it the internet. It doesn't like you. <laughs> Hold up. It's like, do not select Alan Robinson. It's telling you, don't do it. Yo, it's not letting me select, bro. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Did my internet, my internet just went down. Did your internet just went down? All right. Let's go for a brief pause. <laughs> pause real quick. So right now, what about if I select Alshon Jeffrey? Let's see. Oh, right, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me do it. <laughs> Uh, yo, it didn't let me get I, I It just went. Alshon Jeffrey. It's telling you don't take Allen Robinson. What? <laughs> what the hell? Now it's paused. Remember, uh, we, record, it? we record the show out of my house. Resume, resume, resume. We, we record the show out of my house, remember? All right. Now uh, we're waiting for the first uh, team to select. Their yeah, player. they already selected. Refresh. Oh, refresh? Oh, my God. He took Tariq Cohen and Hunter Henry. Did you want Hunter Henry to fall to you? No, no, no. Well, it would have been nice, I think. All right, so, well, I got Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> hey, I cannot. He told you not to take uh, Allen yeah. Robinson. Don't do it, it said. All right. And he no, still did got, it anyways. I, got, I still did it. <laughs> it's like, fine. It's your funeral, he just said. Sleep oh, said it's your funeral. There he is, guys. Jared Cook, uh, Matt Ryan, Kenyon Drake, Russell Wilson, read it and back over to me. Um so I would love to take care of Robbie Anderson not for nothing, but you know what it is? I need to really add more depth to my running back position, and there's a running back here that I really, really like a lot. I really love this guy. He's going to be involved also. As you know, all Saints running backs are always involved, and he's going to be involved. He's going to get the touches. Latavius Murray is love still going to be love value. It. I love it. <clears throat> love You're Latavius. killing it. I love Latavius Murray as like a first bench running back to have. As a first running back on your bench, I love Latavius Murray to have there. <clears throat> Then goes, uh, as I drink my water, Carson Wentz, Emmanuel Sanders, Robbie Anderson, Drew Brees, Christian Kirk, Will Fuller, Tony Pollard, and Curtis Samuels. Now back to me. Um, once again, I'm going to add more. Right here also is another wide receiver that I love to have as my first wide receiver on my bench is Sterling Shepard. Love to have Sterling Shepard here. But as another running back, who recently just got named the starter. Uh. He's starting over Tevin Coleman. That's Matt Breida. <laughs> I like Tevin. They're both going to be involved. They're both going to be splitting. But we did see Matt Breida do some work last year. He did have a good couple of first seasons. He ended up getting hurt. But he did do work. Tony, they're going to split it. Tevin Coleman and Matt Breida are going to split the work. And they're both going to be involved. They're both going to be relevant fantasy-wise. They're both going to be good players to have on your bench. I think at PPR, I put Tevin Coleman a little higher. But standard, I put Matt Breida a little higher, but I'm taking Matt Breida. Then goes Daryl Henderson, Sammy Watkins, Rashad Penny, David Njoku. I'm not looking for Daryl Henderson if I'm a, if I'm a to, uh, Todd Gurley owner. I am looking for Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown is going to be starting with Tony, Todd Gurley goes down. You see, I'm not that upset of selecting four running backs in a row because in these rounds, these are players that I was looking to select, and you sniped me twice. One was Latavius Murray, and the other one was Matt Breida. I, I thought I would be able to get them in the eighth round, but that's not the case. I now now you know I'm I'm a little bit more happy with what you Andrew know, Luck back, still there by the way. Andrew Luck, oh should I select him? I'm more happy with me going four running backs in a row. And you know I know you're just looking at Sterling Shepard. I I do like Sterling Shepard. Look, I went four running backs and four wide receivers in a row. It's crazy. Hey. <laughs> There goes Jared Goff in the Bears defense, ninth round. All right, so now back to you. Um, there's your boy, LaShawn McCoy, right there waiting for you. Ninth round. Waiting for you. 
you know what? Oh God, I gotta do it. Yeah, the computer's gonna freeze again. The computer's not gonna. I <laughs> got. I selected Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn McCoy, Marvin Jones, Kareem Hunt, uh, Lamar Jackson, Andrew Luck. Still in here. You in the gotta have rap. faith. 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 So now it goes back to me. Now, still, I have no wide receiver depth. I have no wide receiver depth here. But this is what I tell you. See what I mean about what I tell you? That you could add the depth in running back later on in the rounds. Like how you said, you feel like you were happy you went for the four running backs, right? Yeah. I could still, you you could have still, I think in the ninth round, you could have easily went Devin Singletary. And I think that would have been a much more value for you there. I'm but, not too crazy about that offense. But... So. He's gonna. He fell to me here. I need a wide receiver, but Devin Singletary is too much value here in the ninth round. I'm taking Devin Singletary. Now I added a lot of depth in running back on my bench. A lot of depth in running back. Then goes Geronimo Allison, James Washington, Jordan Howard, Royce Freeman, Life is Gerald, who I hope really fell down to me, but he didn't. Uh, Rams defense for the Rivers. So now to add more, I, I really can't look at quarterback yet. I need still a lot of depth. I still need to add in my wide receivers. I don't have much. I'm going to add the guy with the potential being the number one wide receiver in the Kyle Shanahan offense. I'm taking Dante Pettis here in the 10th round. I know it's a mess over that's there with good, the wide receivers. That's a good pick. It's a, it's a mess over here with the wide receivers in uh, San Francisco, but Dante Pettis has some upside. I think it's going to be Marquise Goodwin. That's just me assuming. That's my assumption that it's going to be Marquise Goodwin, but Dante Pettis has a lot of potential as well, so I took him there. Goes Kalen Balazs, Jacksonville Jaguars, Corey Davis, Eric Ebron, Jameis Winston, and over to Marchetti. And, and right here, I'm going to go with a quarterback. I haven't selected a quarterback, and I'm I'm going for the fences, guys. I'm going for the fences. Kyler Murray. All right. Give me some Kyler Murray stocks. Austin Hooper, Ben Roethlisberger, back to you. I was hoping Austin Hooper would have landed to me. That would have been, been a nice pick right there, yeah. But why would you select two tight ends? He had Hunter Henry. I, I some sometimes people do that. Some sometimes people do that. Sometimes they went they went tight end quarterback defense tight end quarterback. <laughs> wow! Like so. Sometimes was, it happens though. Sometimes you get some crazy stuff like that. So you know, I rather get Kyler Murray over Austin Pooper. Uh, Pooper. <laughs> Austin Hooper. Hopefully Austin he's Pooper. not a pooper. Uh, because I feel like Poopies. there's much more upside with Kyler Murray. Austin Hooper. I think. He would have gave you a nice good floor, which would it would be like a tight end seven. You mean ceiling, floor? Floor. That's his worst he could be. Yeah, I think he, he, that's his floor is like a tight end seven. Okay. He he plays for a good offense and uh, they 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 do give him the ball out, you know. So a tight end seven. Now I don't have a tight end. Should I select the tight end here? Um, it seems like I'm gonna reach, but I have seen how he's looking and T.J. Hawkinson. Matthew Stafford has given him the ball a lot and you know he had a good really good preseason so hopefully that pans out and reflects his regular season as well so I'm going with TJ Hawkinson here uh, uh, for some reason and this is not letting me select all right there you go I got TJ Hawkinson here Hawkinson so now, nobody listen to Marchetti do not draft the rookie tight end please Okay, uh, I stay away from rookie tight ends. Cortland Sutton, Tom Brady, Michael Gallup, Jalen Samuels, Cleveland Browns defense on to me. I was kind of hoping that Tom Brady would fall to me. See, now look, over here, I wouldn't be mad at taking Delaney Walker. Um, I still need some more <clears throat> depth in wide receiver, I feel. I'm adding in anybody uh, right now taking dart throws, and but this is another guy that's going to be involved. He's going to play. This guy's definitely going to be involved. Let me, I'm, I'm see, we want, see, this is what I mean. 
you could build up running back depth later in the rounds. Look at my running back bench. Latavius Murray, Matt Breida, Devin Singletary, and now I'm taking Justin Jackson. Love it. I but you see it. my depth in running back? I got so much depth in running back in the later round. You see how it just helps to prove more my theory about that, you know, don't, don't go so running back heavy in the beginning. I'm building it up. Building it up. And then now I'm loving this. I'm still right here. I could go Dak Prescott because I need a quarterback. I need a quarterback. Ooh. And I like Dak Prescott. But I'm not doing it because I want to build up some more wide receiver depth. And you know what? There's a great wide receiver right here that I think is going to do really well, especially in PPR wise, and Jamison Crowder. All right. I think he's going to do really well, Jamison Crowder. That, that, you know, Sam Darnold's going to get better. That offense is going to get better. Quick passes in the slant, playing out the slot. He's going to do good, Jamison Crowder there. Then goes DK Metcalf, Anthony Miller. Now, Jamison Crowder, I don't recommend so much as standard, but PPR, hell yeah. David Crowder, Anthony Miller, Tyrell Williams, Payton Barter, and then the Vikings defense. Back to you, Marchetti. All right. Here, I'm just stashing. I'm <clears throat> stashing away, trying to hit with the lotto. Um, there's one player running back that I could select here is Deion Lewis. Last season, he was an RB3, and this is a PPR league. So, Deion Lewis, uh, I like him here. You know, I don't mind him here. You know, I don't mind it. You're, you're adding depth to the depth. Know, depth. To the you know to the team, then goes uh bad John Brown, followed by Smoke. Justin Tucker, Smokey Brown. All right, let's try to finish this off. We don't get we kind of went over the hour already, but let's finish this off. Yeah, Debo Samuel. All right, Debo, Debo Samuels. Then goes uh, Miko Harmon, Dallas Cowboys defense, Greg Olson, Dante Foreman, Dak Prescott. Then goes and that was a quarterback that I was hoping was going to fall to me, wah, wah, wah. but he didn't. So that's fine. So you know what? I felt like I had a lot of depth in a lot of places for a lot of it, and I'm going to reach here for somebody. This is a reach, and I'm going to be that guy, and I'm going to take this guy because of the fact that he's going to give me points. This guy is going to give me points. No matter how you look at it, he's still going to average me about double-digit points a game, I feel. Who is that? That's Greg DeLegs line. And I'm going to play him, and I'm going to keep him. And for this team, and I added a lot of depth in, in running backs. I had a lot. I added some solid depth in wide receivers. Granted, I'm playing three wide receivers as it is. So since I'm pretty balanced out, you know what? I'm going to play a kicker that's going to give me at least three points a game. And now, there goes Damian Harris, Kirk Cousins, Kiki Cutie, Mitch Trubisky, Mark Andrews, Chargers defense, Carlos Hyde, Ronald Jones. And you know what? Now I need to look at quarterback. This quarterback fell to me. I am 100% fine with me building the depth on my team that I have and then having this guy's my starting quarterback. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with having Josh Allen as my, my starting quarterback. What he does with his legs... What he does and what he's going to do better through the air as he's improving, I'm fine, especially as a runner, what he does. He's going to score touchdowns. He's going to gain yardage. I like Josh Allen as my starting quarterback for this team. Then when Ido Smith, Harrison Bucker, Steven Gakowski, Nikhil Harry, who's on the IR, Muhammad Sanu, and then you took Albert Wilson. Yeah, I took Albert Wilson. Uh, Kenny still got traded to the Houston That's Texans. That's fine by me. And, uh, I feel like he's going to get I, I like a good, it. good amount of targets. It's not to say anybody on, on Miami is going to do any well, but I like him there. I like it. Chris Thompson, Neam Himes, back to you. Alright, and over here I just got to go with a kicker, Dan Bailey. Give me some Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey, Will Lutz, Kaimi Fairbear, Houston Texans, Noah Font, Robbie Gould, back to me. Thank God this guy fell to me because I need this guy for the insurance. I'm going to take him. Malcolm Brown. New England's Patriots defense, Michael Bagley, Mark Mason Crosby, Jarek McKinnon, uh, Jimmy Graham, 
Jake Elliott. And I'm taking this defense, especially because they got a great week one matchup. They're playing the Oakland Raiders week one, taking Devin Broncos defense. Do it. Jack Doyle, Andy Isabella, Giovanni Bernard, Alfred Morris, Chris Hernan. Good luck with that. And your last pick, Doggy, who's he going to? Mm, Oakland Raiders versus Arizona. <laughs> You're playing the Broncos. Are they? Yeah. No. The, the, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. No, no, playing no, no. The Broncos. It's against the Broncos, you're right. The Raiders are playing the the, the Cardinals are playing the Lions. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Not Oakland Raiders <laughs> against the Broncos. I'm not really too too fond of the Denver Broncos offense there. It's fine. That's true. Because I did select them in the, in my dynasty. I picked them up. So <clears throat> I'll tell you what, man. If this was my team, I'd be super happy. I I love my team here. I got Michael Thomas, Todd Gurley, Josh Jacobs, Brandon Cooks, Evan Ingram, and Didi Westbrook as my starters with my kicker being Greg Zerline, my quarterback being Josh Allen. But look, I love my bench. Latavius Murray, Matt Breida, Devin Singletary, Dante Pettis, Justin Jackson, Jameson Crowder, and Malcolm Brown. I love my bench. I love my starters. I love my bench. If this was my team, I'd be extremely happy with this. This is where roster mating goes on. Love this. <laughs> I like my team. It's very deep in running backs. And I'm going to be trading all of them away. Nah, I'm joking. Uh, come on. Uh, I, I, as far as wide receivers, I do like my wide receivers. Josh Gordon, if he plays the whole season, he could definitely be a wide receiver one for for that offense in the in New England Patriots. Alshon Jeffrey, you know, he, he was hurt last season. And, you know, he, he had a couple of good games last season. So, I don't mind him being my wide receiver too, but then you know you got Sterling Shepard. He's definitely going to get a, a lot of targets. He could easily bump into being my wide receiver too. And then, all in all, I'll be, I'll be on my flex. I'll be playing you know all these running backs that I have. Uh, the only weak spot that I do have is uh, tight end. Uh, I, I dislike the, a rookie tight end, so T.J. Hawkinson. But you know he could pan out with that offense. So you know I'm just taking a flyer there. If not, uh, I just. You know, pick up a, a player off the waiver wire, Waller for for the Oakland Raiders. You know, I have more running backs than you, right? Yeah, that's fine. And I'm just saying though, you went running back heavy, and I got more running backs ones I'm definitely playing and having my bench. But I have a lot of better running backs. Not 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 necessarily Marlon Mack. Yeah. Well, first Sean of all, first 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 of all, Deion Lewis. What? Jesus, you know what? Let's end this now. <laughs> Let's end this now. All right, party people. That's the episode here for today. Once again, follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast and on Twitter at BFB Podcast. Check out the website, betterfantasybureau.com. Ask us any questions. Got a lot of people asking me about they think about their drafts, about what they think about um, their team, how it's looking out, and what to do with certain picks. Hit us up any single time through the DMs. Success on the last party people. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Peace, BFAs. Love Peace, you guys. party people.